it's Cheyenne Floyd. Hey, it's Shannon Gablion. And it's R. Kyle and Floyd. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. And let's jump into this. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about parenting. Yes, pandemic parenting at yeah. that. Yes. And how we are surviving or not surviving through the pandemic in parenting our kids. With children who are five and under. Under, yeah. <laughs> so Shannon has a five-year-old. I have a four-year-old. Kylan has a two-year-old. Two two wait, let me say this. So my first name is R, but my middle name is Kylan. So you might hear me as R or Kyle Lynn yeah. <laughs> or Kyle. So get confused. <laughs> I'm just saying because I introduced myself as R and then you said Kyle. We need Lynn. to like list all your names next to you when you do that. My name is R. Kyle Lynn. There we go. You'll probably hear us <laughs> refer to our kids a lot. So I have Ryder and then I have Parker. And my son's name is Boz. And then I have one on the way who's gonna be named Ace. Um He's coming any second. Not <laughs> hopefully not today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we hope. But I would say if someone asked me how I have survived this pandemic or if I have survived, I really think I did a good job. I can't lie. But I, I kept myself busy and I still worked like throughout it. I was filming the whole time. So it wasn't like I had much downtime. In the car we were talking like, Oh, what did we do like when we needed moments? And I'm like we looked at each other. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I for sure would, if I needed a moment, I'd be like, hey, you guys, can I come over? So the kids can play and so that we can at least breathe for two seconds without hearing our names. Mom, 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 I want this. I want that. Can you play with me? No, I can't play with you. I am tired. Yeah, um, I think the fact that we had each other really helped us get through this whole pandemic just as mothers and also it really helped the kids because all the activities that they were able to do, um, they didn't just have to sit around and look at us like fortunately we have a backyard so there were days when we were outside, there were days when you know we would pack it up and go to my mom's house who's down the street um, but we were always getting, you know, we were being tested, COVID tested. We were very like COVID conscious um, because we are around our family and our grandparents and our parents. And we decided to kind of, you know, slow our lives down. And we were, we accepted that. We weren't worried about, you know, trying to go somewhere or getting out the house so much, but it was more so just us coming together and just yeah. chilling. Um I feel like I'm already a homebody, so like pre-pandemic, I wasn't really running the streets to begin with, <laughs> so I don't think it was like necessarily that hard for myself personally to stay home. I like being home, and I like looking at my kid, like I like knowing she's okay at home, so I don't think it was like that big of a deal for me, but I would say for Ryder, she doesn't like looking at me as much as I like looking at her. <laughs> and she had such an intense schedule before the pandemic yes. from like gymnastics to dance to to 
what else did she do? I'm like, what did my kids do? She was doing, um, she was doing like soccer. She did pre preschool. She had swim lessons and like to cut all of that out. She's looking at me like, mom, where are my friends? And I'm looking at her like, you're looking at your friend. (laughs) I am best friend. (laughs) Your friends are here. I think for Parker, it was really hard for him because literally he was in preschool in the groove of things, had best friends, and then right away it was cut away from him. So I came in as a mommy teacher, as I like to call myself, and he was not having it. He was like, you are not my teacher. Yeah. Why are you yelling at me? Because I, I give it to teachers because I don't have the patience for my child not to know how to write the letter A. And mom so. to homeschool? <laughs> I don't know how you guys have survived. I give it to I give it to moms at homeschool. I'm not a homeschool mom. I I'm could not never. <laughs> it was hard for me because Boz had just turned two years old. Or no, I wonder what's the pandemic. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how old was my kid. No, no Boz was one. He was one. one. He, he was turned. Turn, he just turned two. one, and I was so excited to finally get him into programs and be like, "No, he was not one." Boz just turned two. When? <laughs> In December. I cannot. I know, but what did we do? Oh, we, we had, had a dinosaur. We had a dinosaur. Party. Yeah, we had a all dinosaur up party. Oh, when we all got tested. Yes. Got so it. Boz had just, you know, had been one for like three months when the pandemic started and I was that was the time where I was like finding programs to put him into because I was like my child needs some socialization he needs to be around other kids and then it was like that just didn't happen and I was really worried about his development and I was like you know is my child gonna talk is he gonna know how to share is he gonna know how to interact with kids (laughs) But I think the three of us are all very blessed because we have very smart children. And every mom probably says that. <laughs> I know every mom probably says that, but it's like. Our kids are actually smart. Our kids are smart, <laughs> y'all. Like, my two-year-old is solid right he now. Is. I've, I'm. He keeps up. He yeah. keeps up with Ryder and Parker for sure. And I'm, I'm very thankful that, you know, he had Ryder and Parker during this time because he didn't really know any other kids. Um, so I was more so worried about, you know, he's not going to have the same interactions that Ryder and Parker did have in their early formative years, but it's, it's actually kind of been nice. Shannon spent a lot of time with us during the pandemic and I would see her, her momming teacher skills (laughs) and I learned about Miss Monica and circle time and it's like. Yeah. From there, I was able to kind of give Boz, I tried to give Boz some kind of routine or like, hey, kid, let's try this. And um, some days it was good. And some days he was like, no. Yeah, I get, I threw in the towel. <laughs> no. I hired somebody to come and play with Ryder and like do lessons and projects with her yeah. because I'm not about to argue with you. Yeah. You are this big. I literally refuse to argue with you. (laughs) I don't have the patience. And then once I found out I was pregnant, then it was over from there. Because my first 14 weeks, I thought I was going to die. I had, like, the worst morning sickness ever. So I don't know how you hit that from everybody. I hit that so well. I hit it so well, but I I was literally in the bathroom dying. And Ryder would be right next to me like, is it coming out, Mom? I'm like, oh, go away. (laughs) 
So I had to bring somebody in, and she gets she gets tested three times a week, and she still wears a mask. Like we still keep it very COVID conscious, but I needed help. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I also feel like the thing that kind of kept us sane was we started filming end of August, like beginning of September. So I don't know. I'm looking was, at you like, you know, my film schedule. There, <laughs> like, yes. There was, there was still like, there were definitely months where like the days were really blending into each other. Yeah. And it was just like, I felt like I was just turning into a whale, not physically, not a, but just kind of like, not a whale. I was just like <laughs> swimming through the ocean, not, no, not knowing like where I was going or like what was going on. But then there, you know, Filming gave filming us a schedule. Gave yeah. us a schedule, and it kind of gave us some interaction with people other than ourselves. Yeah, we were way was, too happy to I, have the crew around. Yeah. But I also think it also helped that there's a lot of birthdays during the pandemic, and I feel like I'm so blessed that I am in your guys' circle. <laughs> I'm happy I you're in the circle. Like we, because we were able, we went to uh, Palm, Springs. Palm Springs. We had birthday parties. We Newport. had... We had writers, half birthday parties, ha- writers, half we birthday parties. Shit. We went to Newport and we had just different scenery that kind of I think helped us jog along yeah. our pandemic and especially for the kids, for them to have a different scenery. Like going to Newport was a big yeah, a big helped. break for him to the, for them we to go to the, to be together, to run around, be crazy. It was also hard because people were like, how dare you guys do these things? But we and got I, tested and we... We were really just we're around so strict. Yeah, It wasn't just really like strict. the getting tested. And I feel like that's what people need to get. It's like, you can't go get tested and then go to a party and right. then go to like whatever event you got tested for. Like, it does not work that way. We would get tested quarantine, like. in quarantine, like back <laughs> in the house. Like nobody leaves the house. We'd Instacart. Nobody can do anything. Nobody can do anything so that when we were around each other, those tests actually like counted. And it wasn't like we're getting like one test. We're like getting tested like damn Three near. times. It felt like every day and some weeks. <laughs> but depending on what we were doing. But it wasn't like we would get tested and then go to work or get tested and go anywhere. We would get tested and stay in the house. Sit our butts Sit and look down. At right, other. and look at each other, wait for our test results, and then be like, all right, like <laughs> now we can go do something. I think it's funny because I think to the point now, I think our kids are so used to it. Parker even asked. He's like, Mom, can I get the swab in my nose today? I'm like, boy, it is not mm-hmm. it is yeah, not a, a fun thing to do. It's <laughs> like, crazy to think that they're – this That's is their how norm. their norm is. That's their norm. And Especially for kids that are getting, like, born during the pandemic. Yeah. Like, they've genuinely only seen, like, people, people with, with masks on. Or, like, when they're around a <sighs> bunch of people or maybe just more people than just their parents, they're kind of shell-shocked and, like, yeah. nervous and stuff. They start. It's going to be interesting to see how it affects them in the long run. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. As many of you may know, I have been on a slow boat moving into my house and I've been so stressed out about how I'm going to decorate and what is going on in my hallways. Thankfully, FrameBridge has come into my life. I can easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store and print whatever kind of images I want for my home. Whether it's a travel souvenir, my favorite photos from my travels, or just pictures of my kids, I know it's going to get done and it's going to look good. All you have to do is upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging, or visit one of their 20-plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I can't wait to visit one of their locations. I'm going to take in some of my old concert stubs so I can hang it in my office. I love to see things that I've done and experienced in life, and they motivate me to work even harder. When you think of FrameBridge, just remember it's easy and affordable to custom frame just about anything. It's fair and transparent upfront pricing based simply on the size of your item. There's a curated selection of frame styles with design experts on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame. There's fast service, free shipping, and it's great for gifts. Order online or get expert help at a retail location near you. And don't forget, happiness is guaranteed. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they'll make it right. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. I will never forget there was one day where we were watching a movie and there was a party scene in the movie and this guy was walking through and was hugging people. And Boz stopped and said, wow. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, people hugging and I was like, Aww. I was literally like, my poor child <laughs> is like literally that. like, what is this that like, it was like he had seen like a phenomenon or something like people were interacting and hugging and like together and happy. And I was like, yeah. this is a really like, it's a very bizarre early existence for our children. But I am, I am thankful that we have each other and that we were still able to give them some kind of, um, just interactions yeah. or, hey, this is what life can be even during this very odd, confusing, fragile, controversial time. Right. And there was so much controversy in the beginning, whether like to send your kids to school or to keep them home or to do like I know the school. I was so excited. I got Ryder into this school and they had offered like zoom and then they offered mini pods where you would like be with a specific like group or you can come on campus and i talked to her dad and at first we were playing around with the idea of the pod but then we're like we don't know where those other people and those families have been so like we'd be putting ourselves at risk and putting Ryder at risk 
we never were like let's do zoom because Ryder at the time was three and i just don't want to sit my like i don't want her first experience with school to be over the computer yeah so we just put her out all together and it was really hard for her to understand like why she couldn't go to school because i have a kid who's ready to go to school like she does yeah she does not want to be bothered with me she wants to be with (laughs) other people that are her size and it was a battle for a long time like a yeah, real battle writer had of the fullest schedule of anyone that i know yeah and it was i think it was it was very confusing for her um to be home to be yeah. home I was, it was yeah. really hard for parker to understand that he couldn't go play his best friend's name is zachary and he's like can i go play with zachary can i go with my <laughs> like dude i'd like honestly we yeah the first few months because he would on his schedule go to school, come home, go to sleep, and then go to school every day. But once that cut out, you know, and at the beginning of the pandemic, we thought that it wasn't gonna be so long. So I'd be like, soon we'll go back to school and everything will be okay. But the longer it went, I think the more he understood. And I, as a mom, we had you know have those talks, kind of hard talks, like you're not going back to school. <laughs> you I don't know when you're gonna see your friends again you I don't are know. a preschool dropout because, right now oh my god Parker, not a preschool right. dropout because Parker had a, a busy schedule too and I would always you know go to kids base or just different mm-hmm. activities with him um whenever we passed Chuck E. Cheese he said mom is it yeah time? that Can was we? right that was shit. hard so oh now god. every time we pass by he's like is it open yet mom so that breaks my heart I'm like dude I'm sorry like yeah. I, I don't we can't Chuck E. Cheese by us even going to the park was is scary yeah because yes. you can't touch nothing I'm like Ryder don't touch anything well how can I go down the slide don't don't don't, <laughs> don't do the anything playgrounds would be blocked off and uh-huh. the kids would be like I I can't Play? I can't play. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's kind of trauma. It. I don't. I it's just gonna be weird. It's, it's gonna tell. It's. It's gonna affect them in some way. I don't know what. Yeah. But I know at least for Rye, she is like when somebody comes in, it's like, did you get tested? Mm-hmm. Wash yeah. your hands. It yes. is your house clean. Like yes. she right. is asking no, real <laughs> life questions. questions. <laughs> she really does. She's genuinely like. Uh uh-uh. uh, and when we pray at night, she always prays like, "I just want everybody to be healthy, and I don't want anybody to catch coronavirus." Yep. And I'm like, "Oh it's my so god!" Real. And she like says it over. I just want everybody to be safe from the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Everyone needs to be safe from the coronavirus. Everyone needs to be safe from the coronavirus. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and it's like it's a it's real thing. I think because they're they're young, but they're old enough to understand kind of what's going on. Because Parker is a germaphobe already. <laughs> Every time we come in the car, so Parker is a preschool dropout and, and a germaphobe. My poor child. Because I felt bad. I think I've kind of traumatized him with hand sanitizer. Oh, oh yeah, he's worse than me. Every time Boz we get in the car, man, mom, I think sanitizer. I need hand sanitizer because I'm like, you didn't touch nothing. He's like, nah, mom. We were outside. We were outside. <laughs> or if we're in a store and a hand sanitizer, he's like, pump, pump. That's right. Boz like, okay, just calls I'm it cool with that sanitizer. He's like, Aww. where's my hand? sanitizer and he sticks his hands out and then like i'll do it on one side and then he flips it over and he's like this side now and i'm like our kids they're gonna be clean that's okay though in the whole wearing of a mask i think at first i was really nervous that boz was not gonna do the mask because yeah he was very young when it happened but at first you know he 
he actually wore his mask a lot better than I anticipated him to wear it. That's good. And, but now there's times where he's like, mom, take my mask off. Mom, take your mask off. Oh, like, yeah. He's, yeah. he's over it. He's like, I want to roll around outside <laughs> and breathe fresh air. And, and then there's a lot of controversy over that. Yeah. Do you put a mask on your kid? On your kid, yeah. And a lot of places would be like, oh, if your kid is like two or under, you don't have to wear a mask. And I'm like, but he can still get it. He can still get it. Those <laughs> are the ones I get at the... He like can it, still get little it. Germs. Yeah. And we just didn't know and how kids it are naturally kids. always look sicky. <laughs> I know Parker was germy when he went to school. I can't lie. When I started looking at school provider, I was checking like which kid, like the kids' noses are they all red? Like, Ooh, does the real. class like do they all look sick? Like you walk no, in that's there all real. like snotty that's noses. So real. And stuff. You don't want that kid. Nope. No, I saw a few schools and me and Corey were like, Mm-mm, them kids look sick. <laughs> and this was like pre-pandemic. Yeah, I would say from Ooh. like listening to you guys things that helped us survive or are continuing to help us survive has been like just support from family, family, family. and like friends and like being able to see each other. The change of scenery has helped us. And like anything else. I think those are the main. <laughs> my, yeah. I feel like I got like my like self care routines. I had more time to like think about myself. So it was like, I started being a weirdo and like washing my face, like times a day and I was just like washing my face using lots of toner and moisturizing and that was kind of like my little five minute escape in the bathroom like hey I may not be able to go get my nails done or you know I love to go grocery shopping like I love spending time in the grocery store and I love I want to walk down all the aisles I couldn't do that I don't want to do that at all Instacart (laughs) is the best thing ever like who wants to go to the grocery store and walk around i like the grocery store i also love instacart instacart has been my best friend um she said i love going to the grocery store and walking down all the aisles like (laughs) i i enjoy going to costco like i want to see what's going on like going on at costco (laughs) i i like to see the different products and i love like branding and packaging so it's like sometimes i would just like you know just you yeah i would just go and look and see like oh like this has a new label like I wonder what's going on behind the scenes I don't know my brain is in other places but it's like you know just being able to go get your nails done being able to go get a massage it was we couldn't do those things so it was um I found ways around it we we all did we We had to really find ways around it there was also a period in time where Ryder was giving me manicure and pedicures like on a daily on a daily basis <laughs> and i would just have like chopped up like different color oh we were all walking around nails. with janky nails, I didn't get nails. Blessed. but it was like <laughs> i didn't get blessed oh. with manicure oh, i'll her. let her i will give her a reminder she has you um you she asked me the other day like two days ago she said auntie kyle can i paint your nails and i was like um baby girl i honestly literally just went and got my nails done at an actual salon like you no. Look, can I enjoy this for like three more days? And she said, mm, and just walked away. She's with she you. was so upset. But you it cheated was, on um, her. You I, cheated on her. Oh, no, no. I literally like, I felt guilty the first time I got my nails done because it was like Ryder. This was like something that we were bonding over. It was, You're you know, so Ryder cute. doing my nails. And like, 
We bought nail kits. Um, she had different nail kits. Like Amazon got us through this whole Amazon, Amazon and Target. Yeah. Amazon and Target um, are lifesavers. Y'all are the bane of my existence because you take all of our money, but at the same time, like <laughs> we got so many arts and you. crafts projects. Yeah. Yes, that was a big thing. We've made volcanoes. Think, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. And little. Scientists. We've painted, yeah. we've done crystals. I would say we had to genuinely learn how to like really tap back into our creativity. Yeah. And just be parents. Because it's like our, our parents had to, you know, all the technology wasn't the same yeah. as it was when we were kids. And I sometimes we'd be like, Mom, like, what would you guys do? How did you guys do this? For and sure, it's like back into our we would yeah. just we would do things with you because you do don't want your kid you. to just sit there on like their iPad or your phone all day, yeah. even though it's like the easiest, yeah. <laughs> sometimes easiest you're like, quick you? fix. But it seems like the times where you want them to take the iPad and sit down, they're they like, wouldn't. "Let's play." Yeah, yeah. I'm like oh, there not, was a like, couple uh-oh. months where Boz, like he was still young, and like I wasn't necessarily trying to give him the phone, but it's like there were times where I'd be like, "Hey, Boz." <laughs> you want to watch this show? And he would be like, no. Now he's like, hey, where's your phone at? And I have to <laughs> I have to really monitor his screen time. But it's there was a period in time where he was like, I don't I don't want the phone. I want you. I want you. And I was like, <laughs> OK, like, let me stop everything that I think I'm about to do and give you my undivided attention. I think I made it hard on myself because I never gave Parker my phone. Yeah. When Shannon, so I think that's where I went a little insane because I was. I can't lie. I never, when I when I've had Parker, I for sure gave him my phone. I love it, <laughs> and that's okay. I and for I sure should. would be like iPad. You like the iPad? No, that's why. He, <laughs> and I think that's why he loved like he loves going to my mom's house and everywhere anywhere else but me. Because then if he sees like if I see him on the phone, he'll like hi, like mom. I'm not doing. I'm like I'm not watching at this. <laughs> Now at this point I'm like, bro, I'm you're you're good. Like, mm-hmm. do you? Because I'm tired of trying to be a mom teacher. It was really we had to get very creative. Like, shout out to feeding all our kids. Oh my god, feeding kids three times a day is actually really hard. Feeding myself three times a day is hard. It's hard because it's like they get picky, and then like kids like Boz used to eat all veggies, like all vegetables. Now I can't pay him. I can't bribe him. I cannot hide vegetables in his food. Um, and Ryder used to be like, yuck. And um, Boz then was like, oh, yuck. Like, this is not good. But then, yeah, Parker is great with his veggies. He's good with his veggies. And Ryder's like back on her veggie train. Boz Ryder will eat her vegetables if it's a challenge. Right. I remember yeah. them having a challenge. Was a challenge with her. Oh, is this the challenge? Racing. We're on the challenge. Uh, We're on the challenge. Eat your broccoli. I'm like, ugh, the challenge. Go yeah. away. <laughs> My kid's just like, nah, <laughs> not doing it. Well, yeah. We talk about the pandemic and how we've been surviving like it's over. It's, it's still it's going. It's still going. And I feel like, <laughs> I'm like it's not over yeah, at all. It's not over. Yeah. And it's freaking me out because Parker's about to go to summer school, so... How do you feel about that? I'm nervous because he's been out of school for a year. So I'm excited for him to start kindergarten and for him to meet new friends. But at the same time, um, I'm just nervous for the outside, even though we've been outside a little bit and I work and stuff. But it's different. 
Yeah. But I think when I tour the school, it's really cool that they have um, outside classes for oh, the kids oh, in a, cool. you know, in the environment and for them to learn that way. And they have a lot of protocols. So I think that's going to be a good thing. But I think I'm more nervous than he is. He's ready to get out of my, my view. When does he start? He'll start summer school in June. Oh, okay. so that's like really close. It's, it's really, really close. close and, and it's giving me an anxiety. I just got I nervous. Know. <laughs> Cheyenne. I'm freaking out, and Ryder's not starting school back until September. Yeah, I was gonna say I've heard you had your school conversations recently. Oh, she's and going get out my house, go. Yeah, right. She's I think she's so for ready. sure. Going. I think. I think. Yeah, I think our kids, Ryder and uh, Parker, are ready. Yeah, Ryder needs to go. For it's hard because a lot of programs, like the kid, has to be three to start, and Boss is still early. But like, boss is so smart. I yeah. Like well, our neighbor. I think Ryder School has a program for early kids. Really? I feel like they do. Huh. Our neighbor was like, just lie about his age. <laughs> like, I was like, okay. <laughs> no. I was like, do people do that? And she was like. All the time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like. I'd be okay. the one to lie and get in trouble, get like right. sued by the city or some crazy shit. I'd be like, lady, you, you told us your son is three. I'd be like, and he keeps telling us, no, I'm two. And right. I'd be like, boss, you're three now. No, he tells me he's four. I keep looking at my phone because we are doing all this while Zach has all three of the kids. And I'm just trying to make sure he's survived. <laughs> I feel like Zach has actually been really good. He's been really, really, I'm going to take that back. Zach has been great with the kids during this pandemic time. But I can't ask him how he's doing because then he'll get offended. Like, I can't so handle it. Like, I can't so I asked Danny, who's there doing some work, like, how's it going? She said Zach is outside and they're all playing. So, like, that's good. Awesome. Yeah. But I asked I Zach, it. hey, he all he sends back is hey, like. <laughs> it's like he knows I'm checking in to He's see patrolling have the kids Parker. beat you up yet? Like, have you survived? <laughs> oh, my God. Another thing that I think has really gone us through is our families. Yeah. Like, we have our parents. Us and three and our parents. I couldn't imagine going through this pandemic without. Without family. I think it was, I pray for those people yeah. because it's, um, I've. I've definitely needed to rely on, like, my friends, my sister, like, my mom and my dad and my bonus parents to kind of be like, hey, like, I'll take boss for a night or. Yeah, I'll they know when to take them. They, yeah, because you do need that mental break sometimes of just let me just sit here and do nothing or let me just yeah. take an hour long shower um, and just sit in my towel for an hour trying yeah. to get it together. <laughs> Oh, your kid checking on you. Oh, my yeah. God. I couldn't sit in a towel. Ryder's like, let me get your nipples. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Parker wants to hug me every time I neck it out the shower. Mom, I just want to hug you. <laughs> you creep. I don't want you to hug me when I'm naked. Mom, I just want to hug me, Mom. <laughs> hug me, Boy, Mom. I don't want to hug you. Or him peeking out of my shower curtain. Mom, are you done shining? <laughs> can, I, I, can I help you wash off the soap? Oh, Stop my it. God. <laughs> Ryder asked me the other day, norm, like, Ryder normally showers by herself or with, like, boss all the time, especially since I'm, like, really big now. It just doesn't work. But the other day we were brushing, and it was a quick shower because we had jumped in the pool, and I just needed us to rinse off, but we had to go. So I'm like, let's just do this really, really fast. We get in the shower, and Ryder goes, I want to wash you. I'm like, 
but I'm I'm tired, so I'm like, go for it. And I'm standing there like a massive blob, and I'm just like, oh, she's really washing me. But I think she was focused on my stomach, and then she made eye contact with my vagina, and it was like I could just see her eyes go like this, and she goes, "Mom, do I wash the hair?" <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like looking down, mind you, I can't see anything below the top of my stomach. <laughs> and trust me, I have not touched down there. Like there's just no shaving happening because wh- why? So I'm looking and I'm like, okay, Ryder. So she starts washing the hair. I cannot. Oh, and so she funny. goes, what do you call it? <laughs> and I'm like, hair? And she goes, oh, a hairy vagina. <laughs> and I'm like, Great. There we go. Yes. Yes. That's my pandemic life. (laughs) I'm getting washed by my four-year-old. And now we're going to take a quick little break. Ever think those fables and fairy tales from back in the day are just a little bit dusty? Wandry and Tinkercast are bringing you a new kids and family podcast, Once Upon a Beat. Join host DJ Fuch and his trusty turntable, Baby Scratch, as they deliver remixes of fables and folk tales, rhythm and rhymes, and fun spins on classics as old as time. Grab the whole family and get ready to groove because they're putting the rap in Rapunzel and getting down with that funky duckling. Where hip-hop and fables meet, it's Once Upon a Beat. Follow Once Upon a Beat on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to all episodes of Once Upon a Beat early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wandry app or Wandry Kids Plus in Apple Podcast. On June 14th, your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14th. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Like if if someone was like, what would be your top advice to give another mother who has a child under five? And all of us, we... so blessed. We, I'm trying to say like what our, we all um, deal with our, like we're not in a relationship where... Independent. We're moms. all like single. I hate saying single moms. And me too, because we have significant other. Well, not significant others, but we oh. have. Right. We all raise our kids <laughs> by ourselves. By, by ourselves, ourselves, but we don't raise them by ourselves. Like the dads are involved, but we're not with their dads. So a lot of people always say, like, "What's advice for like me? I'm a single mom. What can you tell me?" And a lot of moms' families are not here. Right. Yeah, they may live away from their family. Or they might not deal with their family. Or pandemic, and they don't see their family. Because a lot of my clients are like, oh, you're so lucky. I'm like, oh, I am. 
So also, what's your advice? What are you guys going to tell people? In California is completely different. Let's see. We still have what sign. is our advice? Um, be patient to your, like with yourself. Like that's a good one. Actually, mm. like I had to really learn how to be patient with myself and understand that my child was only, you know, one and is now two. Cause there would be times where I'd be like, boss, like I need a moment. And I would want to be like, I would want to almost snap just because there was so much anxiety or pressure or just like mm-hmm. stillness of like, hey, give me five seconds. But I would have to literally breathe. I listened to a lot of like binaural beats and like meditation tapes to just really like tone down and relax and try and just keep my energy uh, level. level. Um, so definitely be patient with yourself. It, it is it's one. hard so don't expect like i don't know yeah it, because yeah no be patient i think being patient is an awesome word of advice because i think we all went into this pandemic not knowing what to expect mm-hmm. what anything because now everything has slowed down for us um slowed down as being mothers and we not working and then having to have our full attention back to our kids. Not that we don't have full attention to our kids, but then we have, you know, different break times. Mm -hmm. So I think being patient is a very good advice. Um, Give yourself grace. Give yourself grace and telling yourself that you are a good parent, even if somebody else isn't telling you that you're being a great parent, because at the end of the day, you're surviving your your child's alive eating yes <laughs> I, I mean so that's so real say, like, i mean like our kids are so still like alive and daily going. affirmations for daily, yourself yeah daily affirmations for yourself just remind yourself even in the morning waking up and saying i got this i'm a good mom i'm a good mom mm-hmm. i think always telling yourself that you're a good mom because i know some days i seek out for people to tell me i'm a good mom but which is interesting that you say that because i'm not like a super big instagram poster but like, there would be times where people would just be like, hey, I watched the show, like, mm-hmm. and I just, or I, I see you on Instagram or in Shine's YouTubes, and, like, I just want to say I think you're a really cool mom. I love those moments. Yeah. And it's, like, I'm happy that, like, other people see it and actually take the time to say something to me. And I've learned how to be more encouraging to others in that way because it's, like, you never know what someone's going through. And just being, like, I see you. Like, even if it's, mm-hmm. like, a two-second clip or a two-second just action or gesture. Like, this is a time where I really learned, like, the importance of friends and, like, community. Um, What is the community that I want? Like, I found some mom groups online, and it made me, like, extend myself and just being open to other people. And, yeah, that kind of that kind of got me through too is actually figuring out like what kind of communities are there for you. Um, and the internet, the internet really helped because there's a lot of things that had to, that changed from being like in person to online or yeah, that really helped. Also, I'll say this. I mean, really real. <laughs> it really helped me because of my like anxiety and stress level of being with Parker all the time and like being anxious CBD 
has helped <laughs> my life. No, that's real. The way she said CBD. I thought she was going to say like therapy or something. I thought she was going to say like masturbation. <laughs> no. Actually, one of but my friends got CBD. me a sex toy, which helps. Oh my God. I, I've never played with those, but CBD. We might have to help you. We Ooh. need a whole another yeah. hour to talk about why you've never played with a sex toy, Shannon. <laughs> Sorry. This moment <laughs> is brought to you by Foria. But yeah, <laughs> like, we need to get some. CBD things has for really helped me during this pandemic. CBD and ashwagandha. Wow. What the hell is ashwagandha? <laughs> I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> it's another form of it's it's an herb. It's an is an those herb. those drops you were just putting in your yeah. water? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was like peppermint oil or something. <laughs> oh wait, our essential oils. <laughs> Shannon and really I were really just, big on like essential that's oils. Funny that you saw me put, yeah, I, I was played. watching you and you were like <laughs> really doing it. <laughs> Well, I, honestly, it's helped me because I just I find I have so many nerves. And you feel I feel good right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's, but it's not matters. CBD. It's just like it's just like another herb just for calmness. So yeah. I think those two things have really helped me. And I suggest to any mom Get some seeking. ashwagandha <laughs> seeking for things to calm their nerves and CBD and ashwagandha. If I'm I saying it correctly. Watch is not being even, we're not even saying it correctly. it correctly. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. I right? say for myself, it, like. it would be my advice is to block out any like outside noise and pressure. Mm. Like me personally, there's a lot of times where I have to stay off my phone or off social media or like just not check my emails for a couple hours because it's so much noise. And then, like, my anxiety goes crazy or my nerves, and I, I can't do ashwagandha right you now. You could. I'm I could. Sure. I don't, I don't want know. him to be too chill. But <laughs> right. But he comes out a little like, hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> my name is Ace. But it's like the pressure sometimes of being like a good mom or like this perfect mom or a good image. And it's like overwhelming. So I say sometimes for myself, I have to tell myself, like, okay. Like daily affirmations, like yeah. you are a good mom. Do not listen to outside noise. Do not like let the pressure of social media yes. or looking on my phone. And then I'm like, okay, I have to remember Instagram is highlight reels. Like you put your best shit on there. Yeah. Like there's some mom pages that really don't put their best shit, but you have to go and find those. If you're just following like all influencers, like that's their highlight reel of and their see, best yeah. stuff. And I'm looking at these moms who have like full face makeup and they just look good and their kids aren't dirty and like their hair is done Perfect. and they have clean that's like neutral colored outfits on, like white shirts and linen pants. And I'm like, their kids' shirts are clean, like right. and their hair is done and the mom looks good. It's not real. That's or not they can, me. And they can do every ABC and all oh, their fucking three. bilingual and shit, and they're just—it's like just this perfect child. Yeah, this is the perfect, and the the background is clear. Their house is clean. Like where do I'm you guys like, live? I'm <laughs> like, okay, That's so real. I can't. I I have to sometimes like mute those accounts because my house is not looking like that, and my kid's hair is like all over the place, and like I know I look dirty. I know she looks like she, we've just played outside all day, but we have. So for me, my advice is like to block out all of the extra BS that's around us and don't take social media and think like, 
oh, I'm not doing a good job because I'm not like this picture perfect. Yes. It's just not going to happen. Or my child behind. Yeah. And I'm a part of it. I post my best shit. Like, I'm not posting us looking raggedy, but. (laughs) But you do on your. I, I do on like my story. On your story, and I think that's like, what makes this you is me. on my story. I'm like relatable. This is real life, okay? Right? Because you'll post pictures of Ryder looking crazy, and you're like this is my mood right now. This is the mood that we are in today. <laughs> I also had to really learn how to communicate when I was having like bad days, and it's okay to mm-hmm. have bad days. Like I feel like my relationship with my mom and my sister developed even stronger because I'd be like, "Hey guys, today's not the day for me." Like. um... I need help with boss because it's like I don't want that energy to be transferred to boss. Like I don't want to be the reason that he's like, what's going on? You know, Um, I really had to learn how to like speak up and vocalize how I feel, which is something that's been difficult for me in my life. Um, So, yeah, I definitely definitely I feel like I had to grow up. Yeah, I kind of grew up in this pandemic. I feel we all did. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed listening to us ramble on about how we have parented during this pandemic and hopefully listening to some of our scenarios and situations. You know, we I think we try our best to be as relatable as possible and to be as real as possible. Um, But this, you know, I think with time, we'll probably get a little bit more deep and more natural and maybe we'll bring the kids on one day and you can see what life is really about (laughs) but um (laughs) thanks for listening and thanks for tuning in don't forget to subscribe to the think loud crew and to follow us on instagram at think loud crew um and then our we all have like personal instagrams um i am shy not shy I'm here by Shannon C. And I am R. Kyle Lynn. (laughs) Thank you for listening, you guys. Thank you. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.